0: This is Lydia Duprat, the Ho Mentor, and these are your online mentoring sessions on Ho Radio. Hey Ho! Today's mentoring session is going to be about other hoes. Now, I love hoes, obviously, I'm the Ho Mentor, but I'm not going to be naive. I'm certainly not going to let you be naive and not talk about all the shady shit that goes on behind closed doors of our loving, supportive community, okay? Hoes will be hoes. This is a fact. Now... You know, being an escort, being a sex worker, is is pretty shady stuff. In the fact that society tells us we're bad, so sometimes we take on that role. Uh, and and I'm no exception. There there's been times when I have very active, very passionate haters, and they accuse me of all sorts of things. It used to be that I wasn't a sex worker until I told everyone my porn name, and then it was I was a CIA agent. Uh, <laughs> that was pretty flattering, because uh, it just shows you know super high intelligence. Uh, And and now this new rumor is that I'm a pimp, human trafficking women. Uh, So sometimes you just start to feel like a bad person. And sometimes it can even make you do bad things. So keep in mind, society is telling us we're bad people. So shadiness 101, you're a product of your environment, okay? Um, Secondly, mental illness is real. So you have to assume that other hoes are mentally ill. Uh, it goes hand in hand with trauma and being a sex worker, it's, it's just a matter of time before you're assaulted. It's true. Sex workers have a 400% chance um, more likely being murdered on the job than any other profession. And that's not even the statistics of how often they're assaulted, arrested, you know, discriminated against. It really builds up. And it causes people to become unstable. So just the way you assume every time you're trying, someone's trying to book you and you think, oh my god, it's a cop. Just think every time you meet another sex worker that they probably are unstable to some degree, whether if it's anxiety, PTSD, um, bipolar, borderline, whatever it may be. Now I'm not trying to put us all in a box and be like you're, you're ill, you're mentally ill. But the chances of that being true are, are pretty high. Um so just know that you just go in and and just be sensitive. Try to be compassionate and understand that like we're all going through it. Also, you have to remember bitches are on drugs. Yes they are. Um <laughs> I was one of them and I was wild, It was unpredictable. And you know, just just the way clients you don't like to do drugs with clients, right? Cuz it's like, oh, they're party clients, you never know. You have to think about this about your own people as well. Um no one is immune to the way we treat people when we're on drugs, hoe or not. Another thing you should keep in mind is do not be telling people your secrets, Ho or not, boyfriend, whoever, don't be telling people your secrets, you don't need to have someone, you don't need to trust someone with information that could potentially ruin you in an attempt to bond with them, it's not going to end well, promise you that, and it's not always even malicious. Just over time, people forget that secrets are secrets, and all they remember is, oh, so-and-so told me this about her childhood, and they might casually come up in conversation. So they might remember that little fact that they know about you, but they might not remember that they were sworn into secrecy. So don't even think your secrets being leaked are always bad um, or malicious, but most of the time they are, okay? Real talk. Uh, So don't be telling bitches your secrets, and there's broke hoes out there. I don't know how i don't understand it i've never been a broke hoe even when i first got into the adult industry i webcam for 12 hours a day to make 10 grand a month and i happily did it uh so i i don't i don't understand it i, I truly don't call me um hierarchy whatever it is if you are a hoe you should not be broke everyone is sitting on at least a hundred dollars worth of pussy so whatever but just know there's broke hoes out there, okay? You might be their meal te- ticket, share an in call, right? They, you get bookings and they don't. All of a sudden, you're footing the bill. So this, this is one of those things, differences in in income that can really destroy uh, a bond that you're creating with another sex worker. Um, pimps. Let's talk about pimps, right? Since we're on the the topic of me constantly getting accused of being one. Uh, I'm not, by the way. I've never sex trafficked anyone. Um. I don't profit off the proceeds of prostitution, which is technically what pimping is. Um, I don't pander, and the technical definition of that is promoting or facilitating uh, prostitution, which I also don't do. Also, can we just get into this? Um, My preferred pronoun would be madam, not pimp. And if we're going to call me a madam, you might as well call me an agent. And guess what? I'm not an agent because I don't get girls' bookings. There you go. Pimp myth debunked right there. Keep it moving, people. But there are real pimps out there and a lot of times you won't meet them until it's too late. You'll meet their bottom bitch and they're always recruiting, always recruiting and they'll befriend you. They'll give you some advice, maybe they'll buy you dinner or they'll pay for the in call. They'll get you real, real comfortable and then that's when they'll be like, it's time to come home. And then you'll find out that she has a pimp and they're trying to knock you or... You're lucky if you find that out before it actually happens because there's times where the girl will be like, oh yeah, I have a client for us. He wants to see both of us. You get there and it's the fucking pimp and then you're in real trouble. So just assume you're always about to get trafficked. I know that's not a fun thing to think about and most of the time it's not going to be true. But the one time that it is, you are fucked, okay? Just when you're trying to form a friendship with another girl, you have to remember just because your intentions are good and pure, it doesn't mean that theirs are for you. Like, that would be nice. That would be great. Also, you have to remember that if you are a person who has suffered trauma, you you cannot judge character as well as you think you do. I call it victim vibes, and I had it too. I got sexually assaulted and abused, and, you know, every bad thing that can happen to a sex worker short of being murdered has happened to me, and it left me with this aura or whatever that has attracted bad people into my life and I was constantly bringing in bad people, bad people, hoping that they would be my lifeline and I was just attracted to, to abusers. So just know if you're suffering trauma, it's highly likely that you will be attracting people who will traumatize you, even if they come with smiles and hugs. Uh, so, you, so you need to get real with yourself and think about what are you putting out there and what are you attracting? Watch out for girls who are lonely. Uh, it's not an accident when someone's completely alone. It's the complete opposite of what hum- of the human experience. We're social creatures. So if someone's totally alone, there is something seriously going on there. Now, yes, I understand a lot of us come from broken homes, myself included. And there's going to be times where you're just dead ass alone. Um, but because that person is alone, even if it wasn't their fault or takes two to tango or any type of that thing, just know that there's damage done. There's trauma there. And sometimes the easiest way to find out if someone's alone before you meet them in real life is look at their social media. Are they treating their social media like it's a diary? Because people who don't have a support system in real life treat their social media like a diary. So if you're befriending someone online, whether it be Instagram, Twitter, Twitter, or the Ho app, uh, look at their feed. And you'll be able to tell real quickly who is treating this like a diary and who's just posting on social media to to keep up with everyone. Um, so just wonder if someone's alone why, and you should be very careful. Of course, there's going to be all of the other things that we expect: differences in beauty, differences in socioeconomic status, uh, differences in price points. If you're charging a thousand dollars an hour and she can't get past six hundred. Of course, that's going to create a natural jealousy there. You might love what you do. She might hate it. And there is always going to be that envy of her feeling trapped and looking at you. And you look so free, even though you guys are doing the same thing. Also, I know this one sounds kind of random, but don't trust people who are always wearing hats. Hoes or clients or whoever. If someone wears a hat every day, they're hiding something. Now, it might not even be something bad. They they could be like a closeted gay person. Or they could be on drugs and not telling you. Or they could be truly like an evil person. It's just how it is. Uh, And I know this because, A, my grandmother always told me that. Uh, Then I had a client tell me that. And I realized it for myself. I used to wear fitted hats every day. I had a ton of fitteds. And I only stopped wearing them after I got off drugs and I started getting surgery on my face. And what I was hiding was me. I was on drugs and I hated myself. So I was constantly hiding from the world. And of course I was untrustworthy as well. I really was was a wild hoe. It's why I look out for you so much now because there are bitches like the former me out there. They are running around. They are raking it in and they are on social media. Don't forget to trust your gut too. If you're getting weird vibes from someone, you have women's intuition. You know what's up. You should not have to argue with yourself trying to suppress your initial feelings about them because you have quote unquote, no good reason. You don't need a good reason not to want to affiliate yourself with someone. If it feels wrong, it probably is. All ho's motivations for wanting to be around you are different. And it's not, it's not always malicious on the other person's end when things start going bad. Sometimes people are really attracted to you because they admire you and they want to be around you. They want to be like you. But then when they realize just because you make your lifestyle look easy but it becomes hard for them, that's when they can start getting salty and bitter. So a person who you've had great times with, who you really share a bond with, can all of a sudden seemingly flip on you. But it was because they were attracted to what you have in the first place and not necessarily you as a person, as your soul. So if you're considering establishing a friendship with someone... You have to not only worry about why they are attracted to you, but why are you attracted to them? Do you love their personality? Do they make you smile? Do they make you feel safe? Do they motivate you? Or are you just attracted to something that they have that you feel like you could obtain if only you were more like them? It's not going to happen because you're not them. You get to be you, which is even more awesome. And if you don't like who you are and you still wanna attract friendship into your life, you have to realize that you get, you attract what you already are. So if you're unhappy with yourself, it's highly probable that you're gonna attract people who are also unhappy with themselves. And when you have two miserable people, uh, you know, coming together, it usually is the whole misery loves company thing. So I highly recommend you work on yourself. You become the person that you want to be, the very best version of yourself. And then that's when it's time to to start attracting the right people into your life. Sometimes it's better to be physically alone than to have the wrong people around you. And when you're alone, if you choose to be productive with it, You'll have nothing else to focus but on yourself. So it can actually be a very, very beautiful time for transition and rebirth. What you also need to understand is that your achievements, your accomplishments, people are not always going to be happy for you, especially people in your industry, because they wish it was themselves. This business is so competitive and scary, and when we see someone doing better than us, it, it, it... turns up this pressure of that little voice in their head being like hey why aren't you like this well she must be doing something wrong or she's cheating or or whatever it is she's lying and that's how she has all these things so you can't even assume that people are going to be happy for your successes which is why I recommend not to flex don't flex on social media it's so not worth it Um, The only reason I even mildly do it is for for marketing. I have to prove to some degree the lifestyle that I tell people that they can have. When I first started this business, people didn't think I had money because I, I broadcasted my live streams from my office before I even decorated it. I was just chilling like I didn't need that room for anything. Uh, and people were like, I don't think you have money. And I was like, fine. Okay, here's my $90,000 car. Here's my million dollar home. Here's my $6,000 dog. You know, like here's my $80,000 engagement ring. Uh, and now people don't accuse me of being broke anymore. Now people just assume that I'm trafficking women to get all this money. All right? so no one even, ass- people can't wrap their head around the fact that sex work made me who I am. And it's because they're still hating. Listen, if bitches want a real reason to hate on me, you better hope I don't come out of retirement. Because that will be a real reason to hate on me. (laughs) Instead of teaching people how to get clients, I will just take them all. But also, I want to tell you that this will continue forever in life. Like, this is not just about hoes. In fact, I think with hoes, it's the most honest, pure version of all of these emotions. Because we kind of don't have anyone to there's no consequences for our actions <laughs> pretty much in this industry right there's there's no one to hold you accountable it's so like a teacher if a teacher is like wildly hating on another teacher or even a student what happens they're gonna get fired but no one can fire you from being a hoe which is awesome uh, But also with that type of power people tend to abuse it But I want you to look at the positive and it's just people are just going to be who they really are Eventually, they'll reveal themselves knowing hey, I don't have to behave myself because I'm not going to lose my job The most important takeaway that I want you to have from this is if you feel like someone is in your life It could be a hoe. It could be a failing member. It could be your significant other If you feel like you have to shine less bright to make that person happy to make that person feel better about themselves it's not a good friendship I just came out of something like that and I had to I felt like I had to make myself seem less intelligent less capable um, not as good at as many things as I am good at and it was because I was trying to give them space to feel special to feel like they were an expert at something and thank god i had them because i was so bad at it and i didn't realize that this game was going on for for as long as it went on and that is toxic it was absolutely toxic and that's what's scary about toxic relationships is often you don't realize how bad it was until it's over and the healing begins uh, so, and I, I completely had lost myself in, in that friendship as well. I didn't see anything, but I felt it. I felt the hate. I felt the jealousy. Um, I felt like if only this person wasn't around, I could do great things. And they're just, it was that little voice inside me that I kept quieting. And I'm like, no, you love this person. Shut up. Why would you think these things about them? And it was because it was true. They were hating on me. And we weren't even in the same, we didn't even have the same job. Uh, And it happens time and time and time again. But as I've become a healthier person emotionally and stronger, that's what I'm attracting now. I'm attracting really strong people in my life who are about their own shit. And I needed to do that work to bring in the people that I really wanted to bring in. So as pessimistic and as scary, as all of this is, just know that not everyone is on your level. There's people that will never even get to your level. And I certainly don't want them to hold you back or harm you mentally, sometimes physically, in any way. So just keep an eye, eye out. hoes are wild. I love them. Um, <laughs> but shady as fuck sometimes. And I don't want you falling into this, to these pitfalls. Remember, happy hoes ain't hating, and hating hoes ain't happy. Lydia out. This podcast is sponsored by The Ho App, the exclusive social network for sex workers. When you're ho, you're home. Available on the iTunes Store and Google Play. That's H-E-A-U-X.